Hello and welcome to Ask the Mayor on WBAA News. I'm your host, Ben Thorpe. This week, our guest is West Lafayette Mayor John Dennis. Thanks, as always, for being with us today. So it is the start of a new year, and it is going to be your last year as mayor here in West Lafayette. What do you see as the important things you want to get done in the time you have left? Well, you know, we have done a lot. Um, This is my 16th year, and we really have a pretty sound body of work to identify, you know, whether it's good, bad, whatever the case may be, we'll let history decide that. Um, But we have done a lot of things. But I think more importantly, we've created a culture in the city of West Lafayette. And I think one of the dominant factors of that new culture is the relationship that we have with Purdue University, the relationship we have with the city of Lafayette, the relationship that we have at Tipping New County, and the relationship that we have sort of unilaterally with our citizenship. Um, there is no divide, divisiveness politically. Um, and again, I, I, I can speak to years back where your political identifier basically dictated certain behavior patterns or perceived behavior patterns, and that was a prejudgment when trying to get things done. Um, but I think that we have, through, you know, obviously years of working collaboratively together, um, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or indecisive, whether you're a student or living in a nursing home, whether you're a long-term citizen, whether you're a brand-new citizen, we've, I think, created a culture here where you're, you're important to us. Your vote counts. Your opinion matters. And we do things based upon the direction that we perceive the city wants us to go. I think that's one of the things that I feel most proud of. The other thing is, is the unilateral acceptance of the, the uh, making sure that people understand that they're welcome in this community. You know, to say that we were backwards when I first got here would be an, a misnomer. We weren't. There were a lot of people that understood there was a lot of inequities in life. But I think that we got to a point where we not we didn't wait for the problems to occur. We identified. We announced. We supported. Uh, we stood hand in hand with people that were being mistreated. Um, we stood by people that were in need of assistance, and whether it be a leg up to get a house here or to get a job here. Uh, we brought in opportunities to work. We made sure that our college students felt welcome, felt safe, felt that they were able to wave whatever flag they wanted to wave. And most importantly, we made sure that as a college community that's been recognized around the world because of our international population, that when they leave here, specifically our students, they have a great story to tell. You know, some of the things that I'm hearing you say, I think I I heard when I was talking to Purdue folks about the transition from uh, President Mitch Daniels to uh, Meng Chang, which is that really, you know, the job here moving forward is going to be maintaining the the kind of growth uh, that has already occurred. Is that kind of a fair way of characterizing kind of what you're saying here in terms of what's what's happening moving forward? The easiest thing in the world to do is to pat yourself on the back and think that nothing's ever going to change. And that's the dumbest thing you can do. Um, things are going to change. You know, uh, th- th- there, there, are, there, there, are, there are people, basically, there's somebody I know very well whom, if she is the next mayor, will do an amazing job. Um, but my hope is that regardless, you know, anything can happen. An election's no different than almost like a beauty contest in some cases. You never know what's going to happen until the votes are finally cast. But we have set a culture up here to where it would really be almost as hard to break as it was to create. So you brought up Aaron Easter, West Lafayette's uh, Director of Development, who announced that she is running for mayor. Uh, you made an appearance at the launch of her campaign and have been pretty open about your support 
Talk to me about why. You know what? I've known Erin for a long time, and I have always been impressed with her. I mean, she is brilliant. Uh, she is professional beyond reproach. She actually gets the, 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 whole, the whole idea of what government's all about. You know, I first met her when she worked at the chamber, and she was one of the government liaisons. And we would go to Washington, D.C. on our annual D.C. trips to meet with our senators and congressmen and any other elected officials that had, you know, some of the governing bodies that had some influence over what we did here in West Lafayette. And Erin was always just the tip of the spear. She met with a lot of those people individually. She sort of groomed them and groomed us as elected officials when we were meeting some of those folks. And she's one of those people that can learn immediately. I, I really have never met somebody as smart as Erin. And since we've been working together now here uh, at the city of West Lafayette, um, she came in as the deputy director of development, and now obviously she's the director of development plus some. She has a lot more responsibility now as my brain is sort of making me do things differently than I used to. Um, but she has proven that she knows how to lead. She understands not just the business side of West Lafayette, but she understands the soul of West Lafayette. And she is absolutely 100% the best candidate and the most prepared candidate to succeed me as the next mayor of West Lafayette. Yeah, I have asked you this before, but I'm going to ask it again. Easter running as a Democrat, you obviously a Republican. What's happening here? Does it matter to you? Yeah, who gives a crap? <laughs> you know, sometimes I think party affiliations <clears throat> can create, um, if, if you're in the okay party, it can create, create fake friendships. If you're not, it can immediately cause two people to be in opposition to each other just because of some animal that they support. I think that's the most ridiculous thing that we do in politics. The person is the person that you need to vote for. You need to find out what they believe in. You need to find out what they stand for. You need to find out their qualifications. That's who you should pick. Being an R or a D is getting so meaningless. I think that was probably a value 100 years ago when there was no technology and only got a newspaper once a month. Well, now everything happens in real time and people are responding in real time and the ability to reach constituents if you are an elected official and those are the people you work for is at the snap of a finger and to say that a republican is going to do something different than a democrat i don't know because i think the right decision is the right decision regardless of which animal you support the other thing is that specific to a city local government is front door issues every day you can't get away from that if somebody's got a plumbing issue if somebody's got a clogged pipe, if somebody's drainage doesn't work, if there's leaves that, that, that are creating problems, if there's speeding, if there's roads that need, those kind of front door issues are apolitical. Nobody gives a crap about what, about what your political affiliation is. They just want to make sure that you're in a position to provide guidance and answers to improve their quality of life. That's what it gets down to. But there are still people that play the R&D game. And we have seen it in our council chamber, and we have seen it on a national level to the point where it's offensive, it's grotesque. And I think, and again, high horse John, I think that that's one of the biggest things that's wrong with politics. I mean, there's people that make an immediate judgment of you as a human being based upon what animal you support. And I think that's wrong. I've never operated that way, and I never plan on operating that way. And endorsing Aaron was strictly based upon her capabilities, her intelligence, her familiarity with this community, this community's familiarity with her, and her ability to lead us well into the next decade. Maybe to end, do you expect we'll see more candidates? Do you know of any more can candidates? I, I, this is the biggest hush-hush. I don't know if these people are just waiting to jump out of the fence or what, but I've not heard a single person express any interest right now. Hopefully we haven't made the job that horrible. <laughs> it's, it's the questions you ask when people are afraid to talk to you. <laughs>
Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're so intimidating. Well, yeah. I, I, I wonder if it's, you know, uh, in this moment, obviously I think you have a lot of goodwill and do you think it's it's hard to jump out when it's like in some ways you've said, you know, I'm endorsing Aaron. Uh, people don't, don't want to step out into that. I, you know, I really don't know. That's our time for today. Mayor Dennis, thanks for being with us. You can find this program at our website, wba.org, along with an archive of our shows with the mayors of Lafayette, West Lafayette, Crawfordsville, and Frankfurt. Send us your questions to ask at wba.org. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of the day. Thank you.